everyone welcome to my podcast scales and tales where all wings of fire and warriors fans can settle their differences and come together as one i'm your host juniper hart and in this episode i'm going to be talking about warriors if you haven't read warriors or any of the series then i suggest you don't listen to this episode as it might contain spoilers for any of the books you haven't read before we start the due date for your questions and your ocs is wednesday march 1st don't fret though you still have four or so days now let's get into this episode so let me try to explain to you how this episode is going to be laid out first i'm going to give you a timeline and backstory and of what the characters do in the book then i will explain the whole wonky love triangle and then go on to talk about the major problem with female characters in One Star's Confession. Alright, you get it? I'll take that as a yes. The first and main character is One Star. One Star was born to Renflight and Stagleap, making him related to Morningflower and Ashfoot. Warrior's Wiggy describes him as a small and lean, fleece, mottled, pale brown tabby tom with amber eyes, small paws, and a scar behind one ear. Wow, I never knew that. He has fewer whiskers than an average cat, hence the name, One Whisker. Enough of the backstory, though. Let's get to the good part. The timeline of what One Star does in the book. So, the novel starts out with One Pot in his late apprenticeship learning how to track scents. He then meets Leo and Melody, who later become Brushpaw and Tansypaw. They show him the way to the two-leg place, which is where he meets Smoke, his first mate. One paw, soon after, gets his warrior name, One Whisker, and keeps going back to the two-leg place. Come on, One Whisker. He keeps meeting Smoke until the four clans go on is what is known as the Great Journey. After that, Smoke threatens to wake everyone in the clan up and reveal a secret of a kitty pet mate and his half-kitty pet son, Dark Kit. One star stresses about this and drives her away from, for the sake of Whitetail. Whitetail of all cats. One star goes on with his life and keeps worrying about Smoke and Dark Kit. About a year or so later, he forgets about Dark Kit and focuses on his new mate, Whitetail, and his daughter, Heather Kit, who we all know as Heather Tail. But he doesn't keep his guard up and almost gets invaded by Dark Tail. Oh no, One Star, has anyone ever taught you to pay attention? Well, he increases patrols, but that's not enough. Dark Tail invades, also starts a war, and successfully kills One Star and dies with him. That's kind of the end of his life, I guess? <laughs> The next character is Smoke. Now, I don't have too much information about Smoke, but I'll try to give a really detailed description and backstory. Smoke is a long-furred gray she-cat with bright blue eyes. She was born to two unnamed cats in Two-Leg Place and lived somewhere by Leo and Melody's old den. The book starts out with Smoke as a younger, more spunky, and less aware cat, and very naive, might I add. She is mostly seen acting in awe over One Star's stories I mean, one whiskers stories, and showing him around the two-leg place. However, after they have not seen each other in moons, one whisker has to leave. Smoke, who has now grown to be more fierce and independent, goes out, the, goes out of the only home she has ever known to find one whisker. When she finds him with the second mate, Whitetail, she wakes him up and threatens to tell the whole Wind Clan camp about their newborn son, Darktail. Even though she tries to stand her ground and stay by one whisker, he has to drive her away. Quote, unquote, because it's for your safety, he tries to explain. Come on, Smoke, you're tough. Why can't you stand up to your ex-boyfriend? After that, we don't see much of her until she supposedly dies and One Star is caught visiting her grave. 
We also don't know if she went to Starkland or not with one star. The third, final, and also my least favorite character is Whitetail. Like Smoke, there isn't too much information about Whitetail because she doesn't have a major role in One Star's confession. Whitetail is a small white she cat with amber eyes. She was born to Larksplash and Appledon, who will only appear in one book. It is not One Star's confession as they are dead, according to that book. The book starts out with Whitetail being that one unobtrusive warrior, and she doesn't have much dialogue either. She is seen spending time with One Star most of the time. It isn't until the end of the great journey that she plays more of a role in the book, but she's more that stereotypical kit mother trying to nurse her daughter. Most of the time, One Star visits her in the nursery and talks about Heather Kit, their daughter. Then, she participates in the battle with Darktail, and thankfully, doesn't die along with her son-in-law, I think that's what Darktail is to her, and her mate. When I said she doesn't have a major role in the book, I meant it. And now, the part you've all been waiting for. The confusing love triangle. I, Juniper Hart, will try to explain One Star's very confuzzling, mind-boggling, pie-whacking love triangle in under a millennium. There are three characters in this triangle. One Star, Smoke, and Whitetail. It starts out with One Star falling with, in love with Smoke early on in the book, and so does Whitetail. One Star pays much more attention to Smoke because he's in love with her, obviously, but soon realizes that he's almost harming WindClan and betraying Tallstar, his leader. So he tries to forget about Smoke and focus more on Whitetail, his new mate. This makes Smoke very jealous, especially since she is expecting One Star's son. After One Star leaves the camp along with the rest of his clan to prepare for the great journey, he encounters Smoke. Uh oh, trouble! Smoke wants to tell the whole Wind Clan that Darkhit is his son, especially Whitetail. Did I mention that Smoke hates Whitetail? So, One Star betrays his former mate for the sake of Whitetail. Again! Just so he can protect her! Oh my goodness, where, his, where is his loyalty? Then, Smoke dies later. Whitetail is happy, I guess. She doesn't have to deal with her now. If you didn't already see in the episode title, the last part of this episode is going to be dedicated to the problem with female characters. Throughout the 20 years Warriors has been in existence, female characters like Squirrelflight and Ivypool have really been important to prophecies and redemption arcs, but in this book, they're shown as some weak, defenseless cats. If you want to compare them to, say, the Cats in Blue Stars Prophecy, another super edition, there would be so many differences. Smoke and Whitetail are seen as kind of dumb, and they don't pay much attention to anyone except for their mates, whereas characters like Snowfur and Bluefur are... Blue for Blue Star are very independent and actually try to focus on what's good for their clan. When I first picked up this book and started reading, I thought this was going to be the best super edition I have ever read. But when the parts about the so-called defenseless female characters needing help from their mates or other toms came in, I was frustrated. Even kitty pets like Bailey are better than dumb warriors like Whitetail. They don't hunt, all they do is sleep or spend time with their mates, and they can't fight properly for Star Clan's sake. If I were writing One Star's Confession, I would have had a very heated side conflict between Smoke and Whitetail. This would actually keep readers excited about female characters. I don't know if the Aaron Hunter team was trying to put some aspects in from women's rights history, like how females had to stay put in their homes and take care of their kids. That could just be a theory, though. But what if they were trying to make Smoke and Whitetail viewed as weak, defenseless she-cats? Honestly, I kind of hate the female characters in this book, except for Bailey. I like Bailey. She's cute. I like her. 
Although cats like Bailey try to, their hardest to prove themselves loyal and strong, it's the stereotype that she can't cat can't do anything that will always haunt them. I know I've already I know I've already said this, but there is a major, major, major problem with the female characters in this book. There are other super editions where characters like Yellowfang and Leopard Star are seen as independent and loyal, and people love those. So why couldn't the Aaron Hunter team make another book like that where the side characters actually do something important? Along with the heated side argument between Whitetail and Smoke, I would have had Smoke become a spy and infiltrate with Windclan's business. Soon, she would get her revenge and work for Tarkdale. I think that would be interesting. How about you? You may be asking, what about Whitetail? Well, I think it would be super cool if Whitetail was one of those tough, tough cats who helped One Star face his fears and advise him on pretty much everything he does so he doesn't look like a weak leader to the other clans. Thus concludes my angry rant about what is wrong with the female characters in One Star's Confession and everything not so great about them. I really hope you can relate to me. Well, that's all I have for this episode of Skills and Tales. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find, follow, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can email me at skillsandtalespodcast at gmail.com to share with me OCs, fanfictions, give me some feedback about any Wings of Fire or Warriors-related stuff, or just talk to me. Shout out to C-H-G-F-F-T-D-H-Y-E-G-V-V-F-S, Nettle Talon, Aloheart, Cloudcat MC, Disney Bros fan in store for leaving me great and positive reviews on Apple Podcasts. Remember, the due date for your OC submissions and questions for the Q&A are due on Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. So if you want a chance to participate in either, make sure you find the links in my 1K Play special info episode. Have a great day. Signing off, this is your host, Jennifer Hart.